Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Okay, I have for you, Anna. Oh. A secret of highly successful couples. <laughs> okay. Maybe a little Thanks. something to put in your, Can't, yeah. in your notes on your phone. All right. Okay. What do we got? Successful couples adhere to the 60-40 rule. Okay. But what that means, people think, this is specifically for marriage, but I'm just going to say, a lot of people oh. think marriage is 50-50. They'll even say marriage is 50-50. And according mm. to successful, I'm struggling with that word. I'm just going to tell you right now. Successful. According to couples that work well, mm. <laughs> they say, no, it's not 50-50, it's 60-40. You give 60 you take 40, but the key is that goes for both of them. So both give more than they, and they want to give more, by the way, and expect less. And I have not been married, but I've sure. always even said that. I've said that to other people too. I'm like, I don't need, I'd prefer to give a little bit more and take a little less. I just have a minimum minimum of what I'd like to receive. And it for, my, for me, yes. it might even be a little less, might be 30. Well, and you know, honestly... I know this, you were talking about relationships with that rule, but it might even be a decent rule just to carry around with you with relationships with just people in general, because oh, yeah. I find, do you ever do something really nice for someone or you help someone with something and then they never do anything back and it bothers you a little bit and you're like, oh dang, man, I helped them out the other day and now they, they're not even coming to talk to me or anything. Yeah. But if you do just good things and expect nothing in return or minimal in return, obviously don't be disrespected, then you'll be happier because you're like, oh, I did a good thing. I feel good about it. All right, moving on. And you don't expect anything. So then when some someone does give you something back, it's almost like a surprise. You're like, yeah. oh, wow, they said thank you after I helped them. As long as you don't do go down you, the path that I have gone down in the past where you just start doing a bunch of good things um, as a way to get affirmation. I know people that will oh. do that, including myself, where they receive their value um, by doing good things for people, regardless of what they get in return. And there's people I know that do that, and they very willingly uh, will deflect, or they'll do good things for me, deflect me doing nice things for them, but sometimes I just force it on them. I'm like, no, you're going to get a really nice birthday gift, and you don't want it, but you deserve it, and they always keep it. In the end, they're very, very grateful, but they have a hard time accepting it because they want to be the person doing things for Doing them. it. Yeah. If someone wants, you have to be accepting of both ways, but I think if you just never expect people to do good things for you, then you yeah. won't be let down, right? It is nice. A nice surprise, but it's also, yeah, I like I liked that way that that's written there, 60, 40. So keep that in mind. Or stay single and then it's just 100, 100. You just take care of yourself. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds unhealthy. Okay. <laughs> That's your plan. Though, no. Right? 
No, moving on. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Well, well, well. Here we go. It is time for the Truth Jar. It's Anna's turn to answer a question out of our very, very special mason jar filled up with questions. Every single question is written in a way to try to get a little something out of the other person. Yeah. Sometimes they don't want to answer the question, but uh, the Truth Jar doesn't care. Okay. It says, answer this question. You answer it honestly. So All right. We take turns, and it's your turn. Anna, what is something that your teacher or one of your teachers did in school that you are still upset about? Mm. Oh, you know what? My first grade teacher, I think she will always kind of strike a chord with me. Um, I'm not going to say her name. I guess I can't do that. Anyways, my first grade teacher was very strict. Huh? And I'm sure she loved the kids. But the way I saw her was she was scary and she was mean. And if you made a mistake, you were going to pay for it. And this might be where my anxiety all started. <laughs> I'll never forget. It was Easter one year. We were making, do you remember patterns in school when you would trace a pattern yeah. and then you'd glue all the pieces together and it like made something? Sure. For Easter that year, we were all making bunnies and we had to trace the legs and trace the arms and all of that on paper. And, I, and when she was giving us instructions, she said, make sure that you don't throw any of the pieces away. If you throw a piece away, that's the end. You don't get any more paper and your bunny will not be hung up in the hallway with the other bunnies. So the whole time I'm like, okay, keep all the pieces together. Like we, I can't throw anything away. Wouldn't you know it? I threw away a leg. I just totally got confused, threw away a leg. So my bunny had one leg <laughs> and I started to cry and my teacher, she's like, you, you heard the rules. Your bunny is not going out in the hallway. You can take that bunny home and give it to your mom because it's not going in our hallway. Oh. So I cried about it. I was so upset because I like to see my work hanging in the hallway with everyone else. But no, mine didn't get to, get to go out. Then I remember my mom, she cheered me up. She hung it on the fridge and she was like, Anna, it just looks like your bunny's hopping. <laughs> Don't bunnies are aren't they already kind of like restricted a little bit? They already only have like they only have two legs. They don't use their well, things. So you had a one-legged bunny. A one-legged bunny. And my mom, she hung it up on the fridge and she made uh, me feel a little better. A girl, I was like, Becky. It does look like it was hopping. I mean, I get it. Your teacher's like, this is not correct. This is Gosh. we got a lot of other talented students that did it correctly. And you, you did exactly what she told you not to do. And she had this saying when you when you screwed up, like I'm telling you, she'd get mad anytime you messed up. She would always say, Sorry, Charlie. That was her Whoa. saying. And so when I brought the bunny up, Whoa. she's like, sorry, Charlie. That bunny's not going out. And we're in first grade. So that's a little rough. For I got first real grade. upset. <laughs> oh, I got in trouble in third grade because it, that's, that was the year that we learned how to do cursive, cursive writing. Yeah. And um, we were taking it slow and everything. And I was getting real adventurous. And I was like branching out, writing my name and everything. And my teacher saw me do it. She's like, you don't write your name until I tell you to write it in cursive. Yeah. So I like filled out this thing and I, and I, anyway, I wrote it and I still have the note from her to this day. My parents kept everything and it was like, great job on this, but I told you not to do this. And she like docked me points. <laughs> like, I mean, how old are you in third grade? So like eight, nine? I know. Dang. Yeah. Throwing yeah. away a, a bunny leg. Like just trying to branch out a little bit. Yeah. That's uh, rough. So uh, anyways, I, I think I'll hold a, a grudge against my first grade teacher for really? life. Yeah. Did your mom keep your one-legged bunny at home? Yeah, it's probably in the trash. Oh. <laughs> when it comes to your social media profiles or even a dating profile, there is a secret to selecting the perfect profile picture. Oh. Let someone else choose it. Don't pick out your own profile pic. And the reason is because you get so used to the way you look yeah. that you start to lose a like perspective on what actually what photos actually make you look good. 
And when someone else from the outside picks it, they are more likely to pick one that makes you look nice. You know, this is a funny thing because there was one time, um, I think specifically for like social media profiles, it, it works, but also for like dating profiles. Yes. Somebody, a friend of mine pointed out, I think it was a girl, it, it was a girl, and they were like, now remember, if you're not attracted to that person, that girl, and that profile, just remember, she picked all of those photos thinking that those are, that's her best work. And I'm mm. like, oh man. So it's yeah. probably not better than that. And this is just, you know, when it comes to being attracted to somebody. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, somebody else might've found her attractive. Yeah, but yeah. for me, it was just like not checking that box for me. So it's meeting in a person like, no, it's probably not going to get any better. Like they put their best work up. Okay. But so here's something that I, years ago, I always used to take these like cute little selfies and I thought I looked really, really good in them. And I'm sure I didn't look bad, but I thought like they were my best photos. And then one of my friends, a guy friend actually pointed out to me one day, he was like, why do you always take pictures making that face? I'm like, oh, I what do you the mean? Face. The sultry, like my little yeah, sexy, my your sexy Venmo face, profile photo, which has changed now. now. And that one was so old that actually that was around that time when I, I was making that face in all my pictures. And when my friend pointed out and he's like, what, what is that? And I'm like, I, look hot when I do that. And he's like, no, uh, like uh, he was like, you should smile. And he told me, he was like, when you smile and you show your teeth and you smile, he was like, I think those are your best pictures. Like you look the best when you smile. I would agree. And I, yeah, it threw me off. I was like, with hey. your Venmo profile photo, let's just go back to that. You had this like, look at me, boys. I'm innocent. Come get me, fellas. <laughs> Come get me. Here's what? my Venmo. Want to send me but yes, not. that is a hundred percent what it you look just, like. I was just like, making like mm, a, just an innocent little girl. Go ahead and send me some money. <laughs> no, that is not. That is not. <laughs> that is what it looked like. That's why I use the word sultry. Uh, sultry might be correct, but I wasn't taking the picture thinking I was going to like find my husband on Venmo. You I look just, like a girl in that I, photo that was up to no good. That's it was terrible. Like, oh, you on Venmo? <laughs> <laughs> send me See a, my handle? Send me $100 <laughs> right now. <laughs> Mama likes the Cobb salad at Chick-fil-A. Chick <laughs> those aren't cheap. And the pumpkin spice latte. Get me one of those. Lukewarm, please. <laughs> <laughs> no. That is true. It's not like that. Why okay. don't we sit in here, we'll get traffic going, but why don't we sit in here and pick out pictures of each other that we're like, this is what I think you look the best. And oh. decide. Let's do that. And then we can post them. Okay. Okay? I just thought right. of that. Okay. Right. <laughs> just, I'll just spring that on you right now. <laughs> I had plans to go to Iowa, my hometown in Iowa in October. Yeah. This has been planned out for a couple of months now, to surprise a family member for a uh, surprise birthday party. Oh. And... um. It was being put together by another family member, and it was very on the down low. Don't say anything. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
But all along, I knew that this particular family member does not like surprises. Oh, no. And has even said, don't do anything, don't do anything, but it was still going to happen. Then somebody in our hometown kind of said something around them, and they this person acted like a little angry about it. Yeah. Next thing I know, it's canceled. <gasps> They're like, we are not taking a chance with this because this person has made it very clear that they don't want this. So it's done. It's not happening now. I'm like, oh, and we've never done anything like this for this person before. This was going to be yeah. a big one, and we're not doing it now. And I was like, uh, you know what? what? I'm glad we're honoring that person's wishes. I'm, I am happy about that. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of weird about surprises myself. I'm not, when, when it's all said and done, because I've had someone throw a surprise birthday party for me before, ended up being the one of the greatest nights ever. But in the moment when it when it first happens, that initial surprise, I get really bad anxiety, and so I don't care for it. And me too. Yeah, for my birthday you- in February. Remember, there was a surprise birthday party my sister-in-law threw for me and Joey down in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. And we walk- I walked in the house, and there was things, their house, there was stuff everywhere, and guests in there. And I I did not like it at first. I yeah. ended up standing in the kitchen almost the entire time because I didn't, I was, oh, yeah. I was like, if they want to talk to me, they can walk in here and talk to me. No, even I understand. And I'm like extroverted. But yeah, it's just like your body takes a while to get over that like initial shock of someone surprising you. Like I had a, one of my ex-boyfriends when I lived in Indiana, he would do this thing. He thought it was cute where if he was around my apartment, like in town, he would just stop by unannounced Mm -hmm. at my apartment just to say hi. Like, oh, hey babe, I was in the area and thought I'd say hi. And I hated it so much that I had to ask him to stop doing it because I was like, every time you do that, I can't even enjoy like your presence because I, you've gotten my anxiety like skyrocketing. Would it have made a difference even if like five minutes beforehand he said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm around, I'm going to swing over. Yes. Even, even if it wasn't even asking permission, him just informing you that he was coming. Yes. That would have made all the difference. Because then I just, I'm like, oh yeah, I'd love to see you. That's great. But when you just knock on the door and I'm like, first of all, I'm like, who's knocking at my door? And then I'm like, oh, you're you're here. Like, and so when I asked him to stop, he kind of got a little weird about it. Like, what do you... Almost like I had something to hide. And I'm like, I don't have any like men in the closet. I just, I don't like it. Well, you know what's really funny about that? (laughs) If you guys ended up like living together at some point, that rule is obviously instantly gone because you live together. But it's funny, even though you were serious, you lived, I know it's weird to think about, right? But because you did live separately, you still felt like you had that ownership of like your private time. And that it couldn't be interrupted at like the snap of a finger. Yeah. But if you guys moved in together, you would have to be cool with him coming and going whenever he wants. Oh, man. Isn't that um, weird? Well, I've never lived with a significant other. Oh. <laughs> you probably a couple oh, guesses why. <laughs> did we tap into something? Oh, man. I don't like that. I've never don't like those surprises. Oh, no. Well. Something to think about before you uh, get locked up. I mean, I know you're locked down, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know you're going to that date thing tonight. Maybe a little something to chat about. Uh-oh. But- Jesse, you know the saying, a dog is a man's best friend, yes. right? No, not true. A dog is actually a woman's best friend. And the reason being is that dogs are more likely to listen to women than they are men. This is a study that was done. They looked into it. And the reason is, do you know the baby voice that you kind of talk to? When yeah. You, mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, who's a good boy? You know, yeah, that yeah. kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Well, dogs, they like that. They like that voice. And women, when they talk are more likely to have a, a higher pitch voice, more like sing-songy yep. kind of baby voice. So it's that, all excited. So that's why dogs mm. maybe tend to listen to women more than they would a man. Yeah. So I've witnessed I, that, by the way. I've witnessed 
Yeah, I've witnessed my dog Jackson listening to a female more than listening to me. And I'm like, bro. I'm your dad. You're mine. Um, okay, let's hear your, can we hear your Jackson talk? Oh, like, hey, Jackson. Hey, buddy. Get it a little higher up. Can we get a oh. Oh, Jack. Oh, wait. You want me to? I want you to. Let's try. Let's see if we can. Hey, buddy boy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Who had a good day today? Sounds like your voice is about to Jackson. crack. <laughs> I, don't, I, I really have to try. No, the actual thing. <laughs> come here, buddy. It's always buddy boy. That's my nickname for him. Buddy now. boy. Come here, buddy boy. Good morning, buddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have a dad voice with him. Like when he's in trouble? Um, or? When he's not doing what he's supposed to do. Okay. Um, it is it's usually when he's supposed to come to me and he's not coming to me. Let's, Let's say I know he needs to go outside and I'm standing at the back door and I've been standing there and he's not coming. So he gets a couple warning shots like, Jackson, Jackson. And then I go into Jackson <laughs> and I hear his little his nail nails coming. I'm like, yeah, you do not double cross me, Jackson. Got dad all fired up. Yeah. He's like, fine, fine. He's like a teenager. Dad. Well. You want him to listen, maybe you need to, instead of the deep dad voice, you need to try a little sing song. (laughs) I think we're fine. (laughs) No one else lives with me. I am his best friend. All right. Okay. (laughs) This is one of those things, Anna, when I was a little kid, I didn't get to do it. So when I saw the headline for the world's biggest bounce house is coming to Coleraine next month, (laughs) there is a little part of me that's like, oh, that sounds so fun. You going to show up? Just this like grown man waiting in line for the. <laughs> where do I stand? Do I, where I get my wristband? They, they, this thing's gonna be like nine hundred feet long. It's wow! Big, it's, it's a big. It's the world's biggest bounce house. And Coleraine. And mm-hmm. as a kid, yeah, you're in your stomping grounds. But there we go. As a little kid, like I got to play in a bounce house. I think like one time ever. It was really? like a cookout. My parents. It was they were at a cookout. Yeah. And somebody had paid to have a bounce house there, and I loved it so much. And for the rest of my childhood, whenever we would go to a cookout or something like that, I'd be like, oh, man, it'd be for the fire department or something. I'm like, oh, I hope the fire department brought another bounce house. Yeah. Never never. again. That's it. Dang, that's kind of sad. I remember um, it was the St. James like church festival one year. If you went to the gym, they had a couple of different like games. Mm -hmm. And one of them, it wasn't a bounce house, but it was like the inflatable thing. You had to put on this like Velcro suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mm -hmm. you jump up and jump on the wall and you stick. Yes. And I was... I was young. This I was young, but I remember thinking that was the craziest we did that. thing. We did that at after prom. We had that. Oh, did and they? I, the thing about the bounce house that I really wanted is because I loved the fact that you, in theory, you don't really get hurt. Yeah. You can bounce against the wall. You hit the yeah. ground. You know, you're just all over the place. It's a blast. And we didn't get to do it. So we'll post this link about the world's biggest bounce house coming to uh, Cole Rain next month. Um, and I think I'm going to... You might see Jesse wandering around all alone. I don't know. That might be a little weird. A grown man be like, they're like, you got a kid or something you want to? I'm like, yeah. no, I'm just here for myself. <laughs> no. Make up for lost childhood. Uh, What's up? Just I'm calling about the bounce house in Coleraine. Yeah. Um, they have an adult only session. It's on Friday night. So Jesse can go and he won't be the creepy guy without the kid because it'll be. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Friday no night, way. Friday night, Jesse night. On well, Friday nights, it's a daughter only night, so you can go and not be the creepy kid. Oh, maybe a little date night, Jesse. Bring it, your girl. Dude, I want to go. Bounce I, her around. I, I, hey. It's at the Olympian Club on Tippin Road. Maybe if we get lucky, there will be a ball pit. Oh. <laughs> hey. Hey. All right, thanks for calling. 
All right, bye. See ya. All right, Bengals fans, we are some of the most annoying in the country. Oh, congratulations. I, I feel like, should we just take that as a compliment? Who did, wait, Maybe. who decided those? Give me more information. Uh, gambling.com. They did research, and uh-huh. in terms of the NFL teams in the United States, Bengals fans were the sixth most annoying out of all the fans. Do you have, don't like, give me the other why, what? Do you have? Do you have the names, the other names, the other list? No, I don't. Oh, shoot. I just I want to make sure why? Steelers are wanna... Well, Pittsburgh. Oh, you want to see if they're up there? Yeah. Well, dang it. I'm trying to think I, I don't who else would that. annoy me. I don't really, I, I haven't gone to enough games recently, so. To I know wanna, anything? So I here's want, what? I just want to know what like determines what you're doing. Like you, cops get called, complaints are filed. I don't know. Or is it just like how obsessed that we are? Is that a thing? Like think, okay, think about the Bengals. We weren't, we weren't good for a while, right? But still, hardcore Bengals fans were like, we don't care. We love the Bengals. Like, we're putting tiger stripes on everything. Like, is is that what it's about? Is that what makes us annoying? I don't know. I, don't, I guess I can't relate. I can tell you, I can tell you something that some hardcore Bengals fans do that I don't like. This is me saying this. Oh, what well, I that? don't like is, um, I don't like it when everybody feels like the uh, the game was stolen from us. You know what I mean? Like, the, the refs, the refs had it out for us. And it's like, um, by the way, the rest do make bad calls every now and then, but they do. There's times where those bad calls benefit us and I get yeah. really frustrated or people that are worst case scenario, something bad happens. Oh, there goes the season. It's like, man, calm down. Like just everybody just chill. A little okay. Bit. So that is part of it. They did say if you gloat too much, especially on social media after a win, or if you complain too much after a bad decision was made. On oh, the field, okay, that would consider you as one of the most annoying teams. And think about Bengals fans. Yeah, like we stick up. We're doing great now, but we stick up for them no matter what. We're like, we're the winners. There's a person we work with that is a violator of this uh, for me. Who is it? I'm not gonna say. There's a person we work with that complains, but one bad call, it's just like, yeah, I personally don't like it. I'm not gonna say. I just say they're a part of the B105 Air staff. Big Dave. Grover. I didn't say it was big. T- no, Staff. I'm not. I'm Ashley. not confirming anything. I'm not confirming anything. Ryan, but it does narrow it down to like what, like five or six people. <laughs> One of those people all. is just will complain. They just won't accept it. I get it. You are a hardcore fan, but it's just like hmm. man. No, sometimes we 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 aren't a good team. Sometimes <laughs> we make mistakes. Anna, we have a excessive heat warning. Yeah, it's very hot. And yeah. I do want to say, I admit when I'm wrong. I admit when I, unlike you, oh, I am oh. stubborn. But when I'm wrong. I will come out and I'll just say, listen, I was wrong. I would like to say why I was wrong. Well, sure. Are you ready to accept it? Oh, I'm ready. What do you got? I think I'm, I think I, I got up on a stump like a month ago and some, I was talking about how I adjust, I have an automatic thermostat mm-hmm. at home that changes. So when I leave during the summer, I come to work, it goes up to like 76 or something like sure. that. By the time I get home, I have it knocked back down to a certain temperature, yep. blah, 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 blah. And it's all in the name of conservation of energy. And somebody that worked for heating, you know, an HVAC company, I don't even know. They call it like, that's not the way to do it because it takes so much energy to cool your house back down if you even allow it to get hotter. It's better just leave your house at a cooler temperature. (laughs) And I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it. But what I realized, the temperature started getting very hot outside and I could not cool my house down. It was like 77 degrees and it would be like 10 o'clock at night. My house would be like 74. And it was mm-hmm. like, keep trying, Jess. You you gave a little too much uh, slack on the rope today. Oh. And uh, let it get a little hot. So I've been keeping my house at 72 or 73 permanently. 
during these hot days. I haven't, it does not adjust at all. And I guess what? When I come home every night, 72 degrees. Well, go ahead and say it then. Just, I would like to hear it in a sentence. Just say, I was wrong in one sentence, please. I was wrong. Wow. In one sentence. All right. What time is it? (laughs) What time do we got on the clocks? I'll just go ahead and pull that from uh, the recordings a little bit later, put it on a button Uh, for you. It's all excuses. You're right and I'm wrong. So, uh. There we go. Jesse has buttons uh, where he takes little pieces of things that I say and he yeah. puts them on buttons so he can press them at any time. What? Um, we don't have any for you. Go ahead. I'm Only- Anna and I have a mustache. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There's another little Anna button. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, do we have totally. more? He loves to pull these out. I like a lot of sauce. Isn't that on there? I like a lot of sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That one cracks me. I was talking about We don't Chick-fil-A. use that one very often. But yeah. when Anna, when something crazy happened, it's just like, wait, what was your reaction to that, Anna? What? <laughs> That's, I, and I say that a lot. That's just the collection um, I currently have. All right. So. Well, we'll go ahead and make one that has Jesse saying, I Oh, I don't have wrong. room for any Jesse ones. Oh, on I'll this is make just all you. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't think it was going to happen, Anna. And it is. Remember a week ago when you and I were doing everything we possibly could to beat the Big Dave show and the uh, competition to raise uh, supplies for teachers? Yes. Crayons to computers? Yes. You and I were like, all right, we'll get some speedos out, Jesse. I'll I'll put the red, white, and blue speedo back on. That's what I committed to. Anna, you committed to wearing my second speedo that yeah, I have, which yeah. has pictures of my dog on it, which has never been worn in public, and or in public or behind closed doors. Well, that too. That is true. <laughs> Should I wash it? That's a good clarification. All right, good clarification. <laughs> so, what's going to happen though is we agreed that we would wash each other's vehicles. Yeah, and we did this for people that asked for this. So. Um, we're not the one with the weird kink, okay? <laughs> but then a gentleman named Kendall from the Bright Indiana Fire Department said, he was like, I will make this massive donation if you come out and watch one of our fire trucks. Yeah. And we have confirmed that it is indeed happening. Kendall uh, called yesterday. We'll be more than happy to do. We'll probably have to uh, keep the speedos to a minimum with some coverage just being the fire department in the public eye there. So we want to be professional about it, but absolutely we are still on. So that's what he said. And then we quickly clarified that we could still wear the Speedos. And I have to put a tutu on as well. Cover this up will be yeah. in the back of the fire department. We're a little further away from the road. And he also confirmed that we can use a fire hose. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll see what comes of this. Um, we do have one of our coworkers willing to come out and take pictures Document. and videos. So, um, well, we're going to need some pro photos once we turn it into a calendar, you know, (laughs) I think a calendar might happen 2024. I'm on Amazon right now purchasing tearaway pants. I I had a robe on last year. It will be tearaway pants this year. And I have to practice the art of doing that because you just can't rip those things off. Well, we found a couple of YouTube videos that mm, teach you how to take mm. the tearaway pants off correctly. So that'll be next Friday. Don't worry. We'll talk about it plenty between now and then. Jesse and Anna's. Emotion of the day. My emotion this evening is one of nervousness. Oh, I feel, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling all like I got the butterflies in my stomach. I am going to head out to a singles meetup event. It's with Date Cincy. Two girls, we had them in earlier this week. They started this singles meetup. Uh, people in their like 20s, 30s, yeah. they will create events and then you show up and they keep it equal between the men and women. So you don't have to worry about like all the ladies show up and there's five guys to fight over. Um, it is at 
Oh, do I dare say? Uh, yeah, yeah. You had to buy a ticket. It's at Covington Yard. Oh, I was like, I, I'm sitting this one out. Bud. I feel weird saying it's already sold. I mean, yeah, there are all the guys sold, that are there so to see you have already purchased their tickets. You're right. So. You're right. It's at Covington Yard uh, tonight. So yeah, I'm gonna oh, basically no. go mingle with a bunch oh, of no, single I just, I, people. You know what your biggest concern should be? Avoiding another parking ticket. Oh, in Covington. That's where Anna got her parking ticket. No, I'm at going Covington to the Yard. Yeah. She got it. And then I uh, got our uh, CFO for our company to pay her back. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, good luck tonight. Um, I think this this organization, Date Sense, he's great. On the other hand, I'm very happy that I'm not going to be there tonight. Well, I know. You'd be all freaking out. I, don't, I, maybe I mean, I don't need like, to go. But I might find my husband out here tonight. So. Okay. Well, yeah, I, like, I like that. Positive. And then we'll have this audio and we'll save it and we'll play it at the wedding. My emotion today, <laughs> it's not, I, I don't even know this. It's more of a feeling. I'm feeling free. Oh, that's so nice. Because I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Or Monday. Oh. Uh, so I'm free. I have a couple of days of vacation. And uh, I, I've been really bad at taking vacation this year. And if you're like, Jesse, you've been gone a lot. He is uh, gone Some lot. of that's been for, well, mo most of that's been for work, for work things. Uh, but for this, no, I'm literally taking time off just to get a couple of things done. Yeah. And then this weekend, my twin brother and I, he's going to come up from Tennessee. We're driving to Cedar Point. I love roller coasters and mm -hmm. I've never been there. It's exciting. I'm excited. I bought all the tickets yesterday, and I was like, do I want the dining plan? Do I not want the dining plan? Oh, what'd you get? The dining plan? I didn't get Did the dining. I didn't get the dining plan because oh. I was like, I don't want to overcommit. Oh. I don't know. I don't know anything about Cedar Point. I've never been there okay. before. And you got the fast lane yes, passes or whatever, I did so get that. you don't have to wait in as long of lines. Oh, no. And we paid a pretty penny for those. Well. Each, yes. Let's just say a lot. It'll it. be worth it, though. Then you can ride all the rides. Yeah. Well, we get one day there. So it's like, and sun, well. it's Sunday, I think as of the last time I checked, sunshine at 73. Like, oh, oh thanks, that be Sandusky. Nice? Yeah. It will be nice. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be nice. All right. It's a little different than what we're dealing with down here. Well, take a couple photos and put them on Facebook. Share it with everybody so they can experience what it's like. Yeah. Or at least what it looks like. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.